podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. When I sit bars in a ring, when I go hard, that sounds kind of Hey, everyone. Before we get into today's pod, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or, if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover arts, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site will charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to levelling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the programme is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com forward slash join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com forward slash join. Rashford, he's in here, he scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Welcome to another Making I Great Again podcast. I'm joined by cast members uh let's go around see introduce them see who, who we're with what's going on Dwayne since you were the first one to join prompt as always 
good help you're, if you you're, me. you're muted, bro. I came to you yeah, first. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I came to you first just to re- reward you for being first, and that, that's how you do, me, bro. Oh, man. Sorry. How, <laughs> how you doing, though? Yeah, I'm good, man. Um, just trying to trying to hang on to support him off the team, but I'm good. I'm hearing it. Like it's been a it's been a tough season. Ah oh, man, I know. Michael, how's how has the vaccine rollout been? <laughs> like like my I'm my Hancock. Like my name is my Hancock. Um, <laughs> I, I had my vaccine end of uh, December, so I, I've been immune in these streets for a minute. I'm just waiting for you man, to catch up. Hey. Wait, 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 wait. That's yo. We might need a whole new podcast. Yeah, I've been a mean for a minute. I've just been waiting, fam. I've just been waiting. But did you say, man? Do you have health issues, man? Up the list. Health issues? Nah, nah, nah. Nah, I work for the NHS, isn't it? Oh, snap! No, 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 no. Michael had the pre-release vaccine, bro. Man had that was even more dangerous. I've been, I've just been waiting. So when I saw all of that on Disu's uh, IG, I was laughing. I said, "Raw man, I was raw. Like you, you, you might need to catch up. Get, get your jabs in. <laughs> you guys need to get your jabs up. Uh, did they pay you for this promotion on this pod? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, you <laughs> fam. They couldn't afford me as if they're not paying me my salary. But um, but yeah, man, we're good. Everyone, get your jabs up real quick. But back to the football. Um, yeah, it's been it's been an okay oh, week. Man. Your background, bro. <laughs> I just oh. realized, um, no, I'm telling you, this, this vaccine running wild. That is... <laughs> the vaccine has fucked up Michael's head, bro. He thinks he's an Arsenal fan. He thinks he's an Arsenal fan now, bro. The vaccine's fucked him. The Facebook groups were a rap, bro. The Facebook groups were a rap, bro. Look at my man now. Supporting Wenger. It's my agenda from last week, but I, I can't be able to change it, so let's stick with it, innit? When we got over Oli, till the day done. But um, it's been a, it's been a better week, but still, it's not good enough for where Man United need to be. Maybe this man behind me can get us there, but time will tell. Uh, all right, and we also got Stevie. How you doing? Yeah, man, I can't even follow that introduction from Michael. That's a bit. <laughs> that's a bit mad. Um, yeah, it's so so in it. We're still second, so I ain't gonna be too mad, man. We'll keep it real. We'll get into it. During this pod, but you know I got my martial agenda, so we we gotta get onto that. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, but um, last but not not least, he demanded to be on the pod today. Seb, how how you doing? Yeah, man. You know what? I wasn't even gonna come on today because I had a long day. Yeah, but <laughs> I said, nah, nah, nah. You guys, I I can't count on people to do this thing justice. Yeah, I mean because Robin Hood, aka MBE. AKA Marcus Rashford needs his respect, man. And I'm I'm here to I'm here to give my boy, you know, the respect he needs. <laughs> I, firstly, I can't wait. But before we get in, into any agendas, few housekeeping things to do. Obviously, if you what if you didn't see the Discord on Saturday with the Spurs between the Spurs fans d- during that man said Saturday Sunday. 
if you didn't see that, boy, that shit is. Ex- I dropped everything I was doing to, just to go there for agenda sake. That place is so fun when your team isn't losing, because the because the shit you can do, oh man, it's just exciting. But yeah, you lot need to jump on the Discord. Like, it's, there's so many things there. Obviously, the different clubs. There's just there's pit stop, there's courtside, everything there. So just make sure you join that up. <clears throat> Obviously, we've got Obviously the youth. Ah, <laughs> 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 Bro, that's that's a lad. This chick is calling him. That's the, that's that the, that's that the one even on this unruly thing, bro. Like, I listen to the Liverpool fan. I listen to the Liverpool pod. Glam's on the next thing. Hey, now Dwayne's there. In the fucking bathroom, listening to drink while while we're on a pod. What I want to know is how you've got a ringtone. That's not just the normal ringtone. That's old school as well. That's how, that's how you know. Nah, that's a definite. That, nah, that's how I know your aunt's brethren. Cause you know aunt's like fifty. So you know them man, they still got the Nokia thing. They got the well, Nokia the, thing the with, the, with the ringtone. The polyphonic thing. The polyphonic yeah. thing, do you know what I'm saying? So, you have to, yeah, you have nah, to type man. the code to get the ringtone and that. Nah. Alright, guys, now. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's not cooked for a minute, but... <laughs> but obviously, we've really got the YouTube. Um, it's going to go up. The, the video for this is going to go up on Wednesday. But yeah, I mean, let's get straight into the pods. Um, I mean, we were fresh off a free three-one win against Newcastle. I'm not sure how it felt like a loss or somehow, but this club has done me. But um, yeah, uh, we're still second, level one points with Leicester. I think that's four, forty-nine points in twenty-five games. Um, I'm gonna come to you, Stevie, first. Um. What did you make of the game? Yeah, I thought that was an absolute shambles, to be honest. <laughs> um, but but that was me watching it live, and and I wasn't really being um, reflective in it. So yeah, in, in game when I was watching it, I was like, this is this is such a terrible match of football. Like it really depressed my Sunday. Um, we were creating very little. With Pogba not in the midfield, we just looked abject and without ideas. I, I, I didn't really think we could get a worse combination than McFred, but Fred and Matic together are absolutely diabolical. Um, but they were even they were even bettered by Martial and his work rate in that match, which was awful. Um, and then we conceded as well against Newcastle, which. Um, it's just, it just should not be happening. Like it should not be happening. A team of Newcastle standing. So I was, I wasn't impressed by the performance. We got the three points, but having thought about it today, I do. Like I have taken into account that obviously we were in Europe. We played on Thursday, so there might have been tired legs 
in the first half. Um, but just overall, it just felt drab. And um, like I was saying in the chat, it felt like back to um, early 2020 and late 2019 when we didn't have Fernandez and we just couldn't break teams with a low block down. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't impressed overall. I didn't like James starting either. Um, I thought this could have been a match where we could have played Ahmad and got him on early, um, but we didn't do anything. So we got the three points. That's the very least we could have hoped for. In fact, the very least we should have demanded. Um, but I wasn't happy with the team performance. And there are a couple individual performances that I'm sure we'll get into that I was just disappointed by. But Fred and Marshall, oh, dreadful, man. Yeah, but before we get into the individual performances, um, I just want to talk about the first 10 minutes of that game because I decided, you know what, there's no way I can continue to watch this team so sober. And honestly, watching those, watching us defend in those first 10 minutes was one of the most hilarious things I've ever seen in my life. Just mistake after mistake. And Michael, I just need your just your overall feelings to... Well, maybe to the fact that Solskjaer continues with De Gea and Lindelof and just our defence on like in that game. Yo, banner. Yeah, the defence is banter now. Like that's uh, the problem is I don't know how we've regressed. Like the one thing you could say last season is that defence wasn't great. We needed reinforcements, so we knew it, but we weren't conceding goals. We're actually leaking goals. Like we in twenty five games we conceded thirty two goals scary thing is, in the whole 38-game season last year, we conceded 36. So, something's gone wrong. Something's gone wrong, and, but the personnel's not changed. So, clearly, either these men are regressing, I don't know, I can't explain it, but the the way these men defend, we're just lucky that Newcastle is shit. That, that, that's the gods on the street. Newcastle are, are shit. They don't deserve to be in the Premier League. And um, we're lucky Callum Wilson wasn't about. If they had Callum Wilson on, maybe the game would have been a bit different. Um... So we're just lucky that we played a team that's just not in form, is, is shit, and we were able to scrape away three points because uh, they were actually on top of us at a moment and at times probably should have got a few more goals. But uh, lucky that we had Bruno on the pitch to do what he does, getting a little assisted and um, another goal. And Daniel James, obviously I know Stevie just insulted him, but and I've insulted him many a time, but two goals in two games, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I don't think that's uh, more justification to get him to start, but um, well, shout out Oli. I don't, I don't give him credit, but he brought him in and he scored two goals, so fair play. No, man, James is not it, bro. Like, I don't care if he ever had you. You've got to understand, he, he, he's stealing a living now, our club, and as far as I'm concerned, he's like two or three levels above where he's supposed to be at. And people... I'm in groups of United fans here and I'm cussing out Oli because of James. And then when he scores, if they feel like that's a justification, that's not a justification for him starting. It's not like he scored based on something he was doing. He was just there at the right, right time. That's it. It's not like he got in behind and created something. He was just there at the right time. James is just not it. I feel sorry for him because it's not his fault, but it is not it. That game for me was, was horrible to watch. We were awful. Fred and... Fred is shooting. I can't understand any of it. He gets the ball and he thinks about shooting. Why? You must know what your capabilities are. And he always goes beyond you. You want to do a diagonal ball, you can't do it. You want to do long range shooting, you can't do it. Why does he do this? And a coach has to tell him. We're not playing at football. There are players in our team, 
they know they can't do certain things. And if they attempt it, they get pulled up. Someone's got to talk to Fred. <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't... Who can talk to Fred when he's seeing Bruno doing the same thing? He's seeing all the love he gets. He, personally, personally, for me, I I think Fred just wants a bit of the love. That's why he's just shooting, shooting, shooting like a madman, to be honest, but... But oh, I shat um, the next. He was banging goals. Like, I saw this comp and he was banging you know free kicks. That's that one of the worst comps I've seen in my life. That's one of no, the worst comps I've seen. I was like, he actually scored. Like, that's the thing. Like, he was scoring goals. Like, that's what I didn't understand. I was like, is this who we bought? Like, I don't believe it's the same human. Like, he must have a, a twin that we don't know about because I'm sure if they do a DNA test, I don't know. I don't think it's the same human. That's what I know. But before he was doing that, so clearly he's fallen off somewhere. And I don't think he's good enough. And I'm not here, by the way, Dwayne, I'm not backing Dan James. Uh, I, I just thought fair enough he's got a couple goals, but he he's not he's not at the right level. Uh, I think I think we all accept that. But fair play to him for getting the goals. That, that's what I can say to him. Fair play to him. Um, before we get into the proper proper agendas, I'm gonna let Sebi run his shit about Rashford. Go on, Seb. Thanks, Elijah. Thanks, Elijah. Yeah, man, this is why I'm here today, man, because at the end of the day, uh, just echoing what people are saying, um, it's been shit. It's been shit at United. But what I do say is my boy Robin Hood is always there when we need a goal. Yeah, so if fucking Rashford didn't step up and I said, oh, I tweeted this year, where would a goal have come from? It most certainly wouldn't have come from the guy in your picture, Elijah. And it may or may not not have come from Bruno because we know Bruno over the past month has been very very patchy yeah this has probably been his worst vein of form over like the last stretch of let's say the last 10 games or whatever uh for United so I wouldn't even trust Bruno um to kind of step up um if that don't happen so for me I'm just looking at the team and I'm looking at I'm, I'm looking at the stick that Rashford gets here and it's like even like the goal the goal is just so underrated I don't get it I don't get it. If Martial had done that goal, people would be saying, it's fucking 9am. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, they would have been saying mad stuff. Ah, uh, yeah, the next one read it. All of this or whatever, whatever. Rashford is so underrated. Yeah, learning how to step up, yeah, when the team needs you is an underrated level, yeah. And I just don't think, like, Rashford gets his respect. So, for me, I just think he was, you know, he was super sick against um, Newcastle. And, um... I know, obviously, sometimes he misses chances and shit like that. And I just feel like, you know, there's a section of United fans that are unfairly harsh on Rashford just because they can't live with their own failure. The failure of Martial, they can't live with it. So they do this uh, this uh, passive-aggressive thing. Ah, oh, Rashford, ah, oh, Rashford, he misses. Ah, oh, Rashford, ah, oh, Rashford. Bro, it's not going to make your boy bang. It's not going to make your boy bang. Just allow it, man. It's not going to make your boy bang, innit? So... Yeah, man, just happy, you know, Rashford stepped up and silencing the haters. And, yeah, we've got to sell Martial, man. I think I'm going to agree with that. Um, a lot of people are on Rashford's case, and I don't get it. Like, you could, at the beginning of the season, it was, uh Rashford's not like Mbappé because he ain't got the, the killer streak. He's always looking to pass, blah, blah. And now that he's finding his streak where he's being a bit selfish, people are saying, oh, he's making the wrong decisions. Make up your mind. What do you want from the guy? You either want him to have the killer instinct or you don't. Now, there isn't, like, there isn't an in-between, man. I don't think... He, I think he gets sick when he shouldn't be getting sick at the end of the day. Him and Bruno are pretty much carrying the team. So, I don't know how you can then look to him and be, be criticising him. Martial, I just think the less said about him, the better, bruv. 
Like, enough is enough with that guy. I've supported that guy for years, but I am so done. Uh, just before we get on to my shots, about about Rashford, I feel like what Seb said about like carrying the team. He was he, he was doing that last season as well, and that's the reason why I said he was my play, he was he was my my player of the season because in the period where the team was horrendous, he was the only one stepping up continuously doing it, and he's doing it uh, again. So there's two seasons in a row now where when we're absolutely dire, and the only spark I'm seeing is Rashford, and that is. That is so much respect to him because the amount of things that he's been through, like having to come through the whole Jose period and then like having to nail down a proper position for him and then having to learn anything. I, I just think there's proper respect to him that he, when the team is down and out, he's always stepping up now. And that that is just a sign of a great mentality. Speaking of mentality, we have to get on to Marshall. Uh, there, there was a clip floating around where the thing is, you were t- you were speaking about James, but there were a couple of times in the first half where he got the ball in the right hand side, and he generally had no one to cross to, and there was a clip floating around where James had the opportunity to cross it into the box, and you see Marshall just trudging up, and I'd, I'm not sure if he's not eating right because I've seen his meal his meals and it and they aren't right, but um that that performance is was his worst of the season by the way. Absolutely horrendous. That was worse than Everton away. I mean, touch was gone. He had one. He done one good thing where he done a little twist and a shot just before he came off to try and trick Ollie into making him stay on. But at this point, even with Cavani injured, is there even a point of him playing? I'm saying, I'm saying, yeah. I hate Dan James. But you know what? Yeah, it might be a Rashford, um, what's his name? Greenwood, Dan James thing. Because this this Marshall guy, you're opening your eyes wide, yeah. Dan James has two and two. Marshall has naught in however long, man. This Marshall guy is a fraud. He's an absolute fraud, fam. I said it on the, on the bloody Patreon, yeah. This guy is bringing absolutely nothing to our team. I said it first, I want him sold. I don't even care if we don't even get our money back here. This guy is, is, is he's just not offering anything whatsoever. He looks so disinterested. And Elijah, you said as well on that Patreon where we did um, Court of Agenda on Marshall, you said like his, his sprinting numbers aren't that bad. Yeah, I was looking at this guy's sprinting and running stats compared to Cavani. Yeah, It's not even in the same league. This guy just doesn't smell... Like same way Maguire doesn't smell danger, he just he doesn't have that that sort of sniffer or poacher alert that all great strikers need, yeah. And worse than that, he's actually offering nothing whatsoever. At least with Dan James, I know I'm not going to get quality, but I'm going to get a guy who runs. With Marshall, he's actually bringing nothing to the team whatsoever. I can't see him starting. I can't see him even being useful coming off the bench. Like he's 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 hit actually he's actually hit rock bottom. He's better than this, but. He ain't good enough for, for United now, and it's, it's too much. We've been carrying him for half a season, man. What's his return? Well, Four goals in the league. More than half a season. It's 24 games in. Donny has four goals, um, and then two of them came against nine men, yeah, where fucking Rashford and Cavani had to suffer, where they could have got their stats up, and then they brought them in to, to give yeah, yeah. much more confidence. And I said, I said, yeah, anyhow, 
Rashford and Cavani have to come off and they don't, they're not allowed to stat pad and Marshall comes on scores and he doesn't go on in run, this was for fucking no reason because Marshall and Cavani could have done their thing that match. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Man's come on, he scored two goals, everybody's screaming, yeah, 9am, 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 and he's gone to shit again, bro. Guy's fucking rubbish, man. I told man from time. You don't run. The intensity, the basics of the game, like, is to run. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Press, whatever. I see I see people on Twitter the other day telling me about this pep thing, about how oh, Martial would... Go. It, it was that it was that old white guy, man. He was on that other thing. He was on that other thing. And then fucking, like, other people <laughs> were uh, following it. Other people were following it and saying, yeah, Martial could play for City. Martial could not play for City. Well, because as soon as, as soon as a pep came into City, yeah, Aguero had to hold bench because he wasn't running enough. He wasn't running enough and he had to hold bench until he, he, he upped his running stats. Marshall could not play for City. That's a fact. So these things where people say, oh, if you put Marshall here, you put Marshall here, fucking whatever, whatever, he's going to be better. Nah, the basics of his game he's not doing. And I'm not saying that he couldn't go somewhere else and be coached to run, but he's been under two coaches or whatever and they've had the same thing with him. Like, Donny's just not interested in running. Like, I just don't get it. Like, it's fucking basic. Basic. There was one. There was one moment where Greenwood um, came on, yeah, and he um, he laid the ball out to James, and then the first thing he did was just sprint into the box, and I was like, this is just common yeah, sense. That's proper nice Marshall, Marshall, why can't you do this? Like this is basics. How are you having to have Solskjaer tell, telling you to run during the game? It's poor. It's so poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that comment where they say when Solskjaer was like, "Oh, Tony, movement." Tony, he, Oli was telling uh, Marshall to run, bro, <laughs> fucking in the game. And I was saying to United fans, I said, this guy isn't making no movement. And they were saying to me, where can he move? You have to make unselfish moves. It's not about you only move when the ball comes to your feet. It's you have to constantly be a, a fawn in the defender's side. You have to move when you're not getting the ball. You have to move when you have no chance getting the ball. You have to move when somebody else has the ball. You, it, I don't get it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, playing centre forward, I, I don't know, maybe because I play centre forward uh, I understand or whatever whatever but I don't know how fans don't get that you should fucking move do you know what I'm trying to say you have to keep moving and that's the thing and that's how they get onto Rashford because Rashford misses chances but the reason why he gets those chances because he's fucking moving do you know what I'm saying the worst thing about it is right now is that he's doing that stupid thing where he thinks he's playing like he thinks that he can only play in the left hand channel bro you're up front on your own you need to move to the right hand side because there'll be so many times where the ball's on the left hand side and he has to move to the right hand side to give the runner space like there was a what time where Shaw ran through the middle of the pitch and he closed up the whole game just by making that same run like bro like diversify your runs diversify your movement like it's just it's it's, it's just poor that's that's what it is he's just playing really shit and there's no excuse or anything. He's being really shit, and and I, I genuinely do not think it will. I think it will be like this for the whole season, and then maybe maybe in summer he'll take he'll, he'll take a few picks in Dubai training. He might come <laughs> come back next season. <laughs> he might come back in the next season, start off nice, but it's not enough anymore because this is the same thing we used to get onto shore about. There needs to be consistency about that. Even when you're down bad, the basics need to be done. And that's not happening with Martial. So any cri- 
I'm seeing so many excuses for this. Like, bro, I love him. I actually do. But, bro, he's been so bad. He doesn't deserve excuses. He's He deserves nothing right now. Like, until he gets... It's not, you know what? It's not even about the fact that it's, he's not scoring. This is the worst I've seen him play ever. Like, he, like he, his first touch is so bad. I cannot believe how bad it is. Like, it, he cannot take a first touch. Like, it's generally that bad. It's, it's got to the level of Lukaku in his second season. Like, it's generally that bad. Like, I've, I can't remember the time where I've seen him just trap something nicely. Right for left. There was even a pass. There was even a pass yesterday that Matic done. A good pass. Fizzed straight into his feet. The guy can't, couldn't even move his right foot to trap it, bro. He looks so sluggish. He, like, he, he looks like he doesn't want to be there. Like, I, like a, a part of me wants to say that there's there's some there's something mentally going on with him because you can't be that bad and everything is is all right upstairs. Like, it's generally just terrible. But it wasn't. Well, it was definitely the worst performance on the pitch, but Fred put up a very good, a very good ar- argument in that regard. Um, Dwayne, um, sorry, Michael, um, Fred. I, I don't know what, what I really don't know what, what what else to do with that guy. I don't. He's <sighs> worse. He's worse. Oli's not going to stop him. Oli's not going to stop that. Oli's going to continue to. He relies on people like Fred because they listen. They're them yes guys that always listen to the manager and don't go against the green. So he's always going to get stops. Now you're saying that you think Martial was worse. I don't think he was. For me, a striker relies a lot upon what's behind him. And Fred is responsible for what is going on behind him. And the answer to what's going on behind him is nothing. How can you be in midfield and do nothing? Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. It's like having a car with no engine. Like, it just doesn't work. In midfield, you have to be able to do the basics, at the very least. You can be a striker with a poor touch and still bad goals. You can't be a midfielder and not be able to pass. It's just, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't marry up. He's awful. And I supported him when he first came because I thought, you know, get him time to settle down. And then I realised he's able to get around the park. He's got great lungs, great set of lungs. But when that is your attribute, you know you're not a good player. When people are talking about your lungs being your best attribute, they're not a baller. And that is the problem with it. And then my dad saying that CB saying, oh yeah, it might be a Dan James thing. Bro, as bad as Martial has been, I will take him over Dan James every day of the week. Unless you're playing a team with their defences on the halfway line, Dan James does nothing. He can only run. He's just a runner, up. He might as well done a flex. Bro, at least running is more than what Marshall's doing right now. Bro. He's, he's running and scoring. I got to lie, I agree with Stevie, you know. I agree with, with Stevie, bro. I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking Dan James off Marshall right now. No, nah, bro. Marshall has been, this is the worst Marshall has been. Yeah? I don't think he can get any worse. So for me, at some point, it's going to come back together. With Dan James, it's never going to get any good. It's, it, it is what it is kind of thing. Martin, you can, a flame can be lit and then boom, it's gone again. You can light a bomb underneath James. Nothing ain't going to happen. Nah, Marshall <laughs> is done. But I do think I do think Fred is regressing, though. He's moving like Benjamin Button because there was a point where I started thinking he was getting better and like to a decent standard. This season, every game I watch it, it's just the amount of misplaced passes under no pressure 
as well. It's just, it's so poor. How are you at a top four side? I want to know whether the rumour that um, Pep was going to buy him was actually true because I can't see what this guy would have seen in him. And it's, it's shocking. It's so bad from Fred. I, I mean, I'm done. Let me know. Bro, get angry. bro, do you know what? What the way said about his lungs being his best attribute, yeah? If this guy gets COVID, he's done. He needs that vaccine. He he needs to be in like yeah, trust me. He needs to be in group two, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His best set is his VO two max. That's scary, fam. <laughs> That's so scary. Wow. Nah, but I mean, I mean the, the the person that was next to him who came in from McTominay, Matic. Uh, to be, there was mixed. Up opinions about him. There was a Masha Desaia segment which said he was excellent, the best player on the pitch. I didn't I, I thought he was decent, but I didn't I, I think first half him and Fred were having a disaster class off, but second half he, he managed to get a bit better. Um, do you think we should have used Matic more by this point or not? Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. No, man. The thing with Matic is that him and Popper were the solution back end of last season when we went on that crazy run. And it's just after that 6-1, uh, Oli lost all confidence. And I'm not saying Matic was a long-term solution. Like When he got his three-year deal, I was thinking, right, like, why are we giving a 31, 32-year-old three years? Like, what's going on? But uh, it, was a, it was a stopgap until we got a better DM, until we hopefully get a better DM. Um, but I, I still maintain that having currently our best midfield or centre-midfield pairings, or the sitting two anyways, Popper and Matic, that, that's who I'd rather see. I'd, I'd rather see them, because at least they offer a lot more offensively. Because uh, the, these two chums, McTominay, they, they don't offer too much. Even though McTominay scored a couple goals, but that, that pairing, nasty. So I, I think we should get Matic in, and hopefully he can displace Fred, and we can get um, we can get someone who can actually play football next to it. Bro, Ma- Ma- um, sorry, Matic can't cover ground anymore, man. He's he's so slow. I don't think he offers the defense any protection. And to be honest, like his passing is more reliable than. McTominay is definitely more reliable than Fred, but I, I don't think it's that expansive that it warrants him starting, to be honest. I think McTominay's 
ability to carry the ball and his ability to get goals um, and just his all-round busyness, for me, warrants a place in the first eleven more than um, Matic personally or even Fred. I just the only problem with McTominay is though, I don't think McTominay is actually a DM. So. I was about to say that. I, I would like to see Matic and McTominay see how that works because I think McTominay is definitely an eight, and we've seen like the yeah. attributes he has are more suited towards a box-to-box midfielder rather than mm. a holding midfielder or somebody that's coming to you know a deep line playmaker, or someone's collecting a ball off the defence and doing whatever. Because although like Matic's uh, legs has gone, and to be fair, I'm I'm someone that had mixed reviews of his uh, performance um, yesterday. One thing that he did really do, he, he did well, which we do miss even when Pogba's on the pitch is moving the ball is switching the ball quick he'd done that like three four times yesterday and I was like okay like this has put us like you've got us into some good areas or you or you've done the basics basically and that's something that a lot of our midfielders don't do they they take a bit of time and he moved the ball really quick and um, you know, if Dan James or there was one time Martial fucking missed, uh, miss, uh, miscontrolled it, went to Rashford and then uh, Newcastle got um, their defenders back. But if you have a bit more quality um, on 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 the you know the players that are receiving those uh, balls, um, then you know what I'm saying we're in good positions there. So those are things that he done really really well. I don't think he offered anything else but that, and I was really really impressed with that. Um, so if we can kind of pair him up. Uh, with McTominay, and we say, all right, McTom, you're the box to box guy, or you're you're in the eight position. But then again, I just don't know how Matic, McTominay, Pogba, and Bruno all fit into one side. Um, so I think it's, it, but then again, it's not my job in it. It's Oli's job, and I think this is where he has to make key decisions. Uh, uh and it, it it might be like game dependent. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely feel like McTominay deserves a run in this side, and not as a DM more on the attacking threat because again he used to be a striker uh, we're, for, we're forgetting about it. we're forgetting about that so he, he and he's got he's got great ball striking so let's 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 use that man let's use that i mean if we played bruno right wing we, we could actually fit them all in but that's a conversation for for, for another day still um that's enough about the, that's not that's not for the newcastle game uh Um, the Sociedad, the Sociedad game. Wow. Um, seeing their lineup before the game, I was like, wow, this might get a bit techie. But we won four nil. Um, Seb, how exactly did that ha- happen? Considering you were pretty scared before the game as well. Yeah, fam, I was the same at you. I was reading their lineup. I was like, shit, this team's stacked. I was seeing bare name Brandon. I was seeing Yanazai, David Silva. I see that. What's that guy with the Ozzy? What's that? Yeah, man. I was seeing that guy. Like, that guy is like a, you know, those, like, those legends you've never watched play. Yeah, you've never watched my man play, but you've heard his name. You're thinking this guy is sick. Do you know what I'm saying? So. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so when they first, you know, when I first saw the team shot, I was a bit I, I was a bit worried. But, you know, typical La Liga, man, these men are toothless. Yeah, you know I'm trying to say they're toothless. Um, they didn't really look, you know, they didn't really look up, up to it. And to be fair, this is the Sociedad game Sociedad, Sociedad uh game was probably one of our easiest games this season. You know what I'm saying? I, I think we was in kind of like second gear. Um, really didn't need to do much, man, to be honest, man. It was literally a just vibes thing. Um, and yeah, like, you know, you know fucking 
Wait, say that again. Yeah, Sociedad that, didn't it? Also, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, but yeah, um, you know, flipping, you know, it's a just vibes thing when, 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 when academy products are making debuts and that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, it, it was, it was a really, really easy game. Um, uh, Nothing we did that was like, oh, you know, the tactics and da-da-da-da. But to be fair, when I first saw the team sheet and that and I see Rash, James and somebody else, I was a bit confused. I ain't going to lie, I was a bit rattled. But, um, yeah, man, Oli got it right. And, yeah, we just just vibed our way to uh, an easy win. Um, Stevie, do you think Sasha Dad just didn't respect us enough? Because I'm not sure how you can watch United play for the last two years and play as high a line as they did without any PPMP. I mean, they were playing Monreal left-back, who is like 65 years old. Yeah, you know what? I talked there earlier on in the pod so that you wouldn't come to me for this game. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't respect Sociedad enough to watch that Europa League game. To be honest, the Thursday, the Thursday night games, I'm not with it. But... It just seemed to me from the highlights that I watched, it just seems to me like that that manager didn't do didn't do his homework because because they they sort of played right into our hands in terms of um, you know we're a counter attacking team you know um, that we like fast transitions and they didn't seem to do anything to to prepare for that or try and um, try and defend against that and so to Sebi's point it just seemed like a really easy game for us. Um, and and obviously we're scoring that will pretty much so yeah I don't know man it's it's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go as far as calling La Liga Farmers League yeah but sometimes like these teams that they hype up from La Liga you don't watch them at all and then when you finally do there's bare disappointment like and yeah I, I thought with all the stars they'd they'd be more up for the challenge but yeah that was that was poor for them I, I expected more that tie is done. Um, and yeah, fair play to Ole. Got Dan James a run out, and uh, he got a goal as well. Um, Michael, um, there's a star that came on that game. Um, some know him as Traore, others know him as Diallo, but amongst us, he's known as Ahmed. Um, well, what did you think of his his amazing cameo that he made? Should have fed him, fam. Should have fed him. Like, like, like for Daniel's goal, I, I thought you should have fed that man. Gave him a little debut goal. But no, it's good, man. Good touches. Um, it's good to, as I said, man. Like, if you can make people give people debut during a game, it's not, it's not a serious game. So it's good to get him on the pitch, get him, get him his touches. And um, I want to, yeah, I want to see more of him. I'm disappointed that um, he didn't get much. Did he get anything? No, Shonda that had his debut yesterday. Not um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, oh, not that, you, you've got to mention that. I yeah, think, yeah. I yeah, think the Muga pod, the Muga pod, is single-handedly gonna bring Ahmad down with our expectations. <laughs> with our expectations <laughs> of him, <laughs> See, well, black Messi, according to Seb. <laughs> Bro, all, 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 what I'm saying is that I've, that was I've seen R- R- Ronaldo's debut against Bolton. I've seen Rooney's debut against Firth and Abache. If I speak now, they'll say I'm they'll say I'm imagining it. But that's what that's what I'm gonna say. That's what I'm gonna say. That's what I'm gonna say. It's good that we got we got the talent coming through. Like attacking wise, attacking talent we've got good attacking talent coming through. So it just we just need to be able to support them by making sure we got we got a base. 
defensively, and that's that's what I can see on it. Continue, it will be every, until we sort it out. Fam, it, I, like every time I watch um, Dortmund, yeah, I just think like we should have done so much more. To, I know we did a lot to try and get Bellingham, and to be fair, I don't know like how we would have got him over Dortmund, but he just seemed like that ideal player for what we need in terms of his age profile, like his stature, his attributes. Like we need a DM of his ilk. I don't know where we're going to find one, but boy. Um, Dwayne, uh, there was quotes from Oli yesterday because we got the second leg this week at Old Trafford, I believe. We got the one? We've got the second leg of the Europe League at Old Trafford. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know where it's going to be held. And uh, I, I'm mean either. But um, with um, he was asked yesterday about Ahmad and Shola potentially starting, and he said no. But then again, right. we all know that Oli lies for a living. So I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping that he's lying, to be honest. That I don't expect Shola to get one. That would be starting. But I'm going to be getting. I'm to be getting a start, and we're falling up. I mean, I was annoyed that. A man got only got eight minutes in the, in, in a four 0 game in the first place. He could have given at least fifteen minutes. Like t- he could have took off Dan James ages ago. Like, for me, you can't get worse than Dan James. So you could have took off Dan James from I mean, it would have, it would have made no worse in it. So it could only have got better. So for him to give him eight minutes, I thought it was a bit bit. I don't know. It's like he's like doing it for the sake of doing it. And then when yesterday when he gave Shola like what was it three minutes? If that, what's the point? Like, let a man come on and enjoy it, innit? Like, three minutes, bro. Like, I t- only Damn, he's, he's 17, man. Though. You know the one thing, yeah, I rate about Ole, though? And I think, like, obviously, us as fans, we're a bit impatient and we obviously want to see these players play. But I actually think he brings in youth players, like, pretty well, the way he feeds them into the side. Like, he doesn't rush them in. He gives them minutes when they need to. I think the question to even ask: Are you going to start Shola and um, and Ahmad on Thursday? That's even a bit disrespectful to Sociedad. Like, come on! I think we've got to take the game seriously somewhat as well. And um, he handled it well with um, with what's his name Greenwood. We were demanding for him to start from the first game of last season, so I trust him to handle it well with um, Diallo. I think. I think. The answer, well, the answer that they're not going to start. Maybe he's referring to both of them, sorry. Someone's got to start, man. You can't go there with Rashford and them, man. It wouldn't make no sense. He's going to play still... James again. Yeah, James, I expect to get a game. Martial, I'm expecting to get a game. Yeah? So then, the other thought, just give it to Ahmed. Then I want oh. to see Matic and Van der Beek in the midfield. But then it gets a bit ticky at the back because... Shout, that's a shout. I don't know no, le- no legs. No legs in that midfield. I'd like yeah, to see Van der Beek and... Yeah, what's um, no, the legs the ball ball when you got Fred and Matton? What's legs, fam? What's that? Ah, that's being... Are we quite concerned about legs, fam? He keeps playing Van der Beek here in a number 10, and I don't understand why. Van der Beek is clearly a player who likes ball to feed, he likes to keep the ball moving. A number 10 is not where you want that kind of player. You want him in the middle of the park and this bounce the ball to him, bro. Mm, playing in eight, yeah, it's true. You know you hope that a manager over time is just going to get better. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing any tactical now in this guy. And like, even when we win, I'm still vexed. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is going, like, I don't see progression with regards to the football being played. Yeah, but in a result. But that can only last so long. 
It's individual brilliance that's getting the results. Like, look, yeah. Rashford, it's Rashford and Bruno that are just getting this guy out of trouble. That's all it is. Because um, if you stop Rashford playing, you stop Bruno playing, or either of them are not having a good game, that's United it. don't win. Look, away to Liverpool, them two stinkers didn't win. Arsenal, away, them two didn't play too well, didn't win. Uh, Sheffield United, I guess everyone was off their game that game. We, lo- we lose 2-1 at home. So, um, and I mean, he's got no other strategy. If them two don't pull it out of the bag for him, he, he ain't got no idea. He ain't got no plan B. He ain't got no way, other way to play. <laughs> he, he actually doesn't have a model playing. That, that, that's scary. He, there's no, you can't be like, right, you know, man, you're not going to play it this way. And we know they're going to play this way. We expect it from them. It's kind of like, I try to build up in the back. It doesn't work. Then we get, we get to the forward players and then, uh, hopefully, one, Bruno or Bradford can get out of jail because obviously we can't rely on Martial this season. At least they was spreading the love last season, but this season it's just Rashford and Bruno. I think that what is happening with the team here, the people that were such that, I think they came there to outsource. I think that was their plan. They didn't care defensively because there's no way they thought about stopping goals by playing on the halfway line. So I think they've come there to just disrespect the back line. And I kind of get it, it just didn't play out. Because people like Harry, you, you're, you're just easy an accident when it happens. That you know you can get in. Uh, yeah, so that's a nice segue into um, our defence because this past month and a half, we've gone from top of the league to 10 points behind the leaders. And we are the top scorers in the league somehow. Um, but we are not the most tight-knit defensively, um, especially when you compare ourselves to City, who have conceded, I believe, 16 goals or 15 goals in the in, in the 25 games compared to our 15. 15 compared to our 32. Um, as you alluded to earlier, Michael, if we concede four more goals, we would have matched the whole of last season's whole goals conceded and what is quite interesting is that last season after 24 games I'm not sure after 25 but after 24 games we had actually conceded 29 goals so it was actually pretty similar in terms of goal concession last season Um, we won a match last season where we stopped conceding but if you remember back to those games we were conceding a lot of chances against us yeah, we were getting fortunate, but people just weren't taking their chances, and I think that's all that. That's the difference this season. People are just taking chances. Last season we got away with it because people weren't taking their chances. I don't think we're any worse off defensively. Because that—that's what I mean. Because so that would have meant that in our last fourteen games last season we conceded seven goals. Yeah, it makes sense. Because like eleven games I conceded. Yeah, so by Christmas, we had two clean sheets and we finished with 13 clean sheets last season. So we basically went on a run in the second half season where we were keeping clean sheets. And that co- coincided with the inclusion of Matic. And I believe our best defensive pairing was Matic and Fred, which is quite interesting considering yesterday. But there was a lot of talk about what is more to blame for our like decline. So... Obviously, we've not scored enough goals in games where we've needed it, but except for Everton, and we've just been leaking goals. So, what do you believe? This open to everyone. Do you believe it was more on the attack or the defence for why we are no longer in, in the title race? 
Defense. Yeah, you can't win any league title without having a solid foundation. You can't. You cannot. You cannot do it. You cannot do it. I, I, I ain't got the numbers, but I'm sure you have to be either the top or at least the top two defensive. Because uh, he's either the least or the second least goals to win a league title. I'm sure something like that. But you, you, you can't be leaking goals if you're going to win the league titles. You win league titles by winning games one nil. One nil, you get a goal, you hold the lead. Man, you know, we, we go into games knowing we're going to concede. So we go with the mentality that we've got to outscore the other team. And, and that's it. And that's it. Sometimes you can't do it. You, you're 2-0 up at half-time against Everton. How do you draw that game? How do you draw that game? You know? And, um, and goal, continue goal against Sheffield United that you should be conceded. Like, you can't win a league title like that. And I hate, do you know what? I hate purring over other teams' players, especially uh, Manchester City, our rivals. But obviously, I know everyone's raving about Diaz, and it's like players like that are available. Players he was available. He was available at the same time as Maguire. We we were being linked, and um, we went to buy Maguire instead. What, what happened? See, you were linked to Maguire. British. What is this this obsession with British talent, man? This just, <laughs> it's the most get, stupid thing I've no, ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's when I tell football manager, I do that stuff. I try to get the English sound on board. I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's bizarre, man. It's bizarre. Like if they if they're up to it, if they're up to it, then fair enough. But yeah, like obviously City have spent sixty million. Cop Diaz is twenty three or what whatnot. Um, Liverpool's copped Van um, Van Dyke at eighty million, and then we went and copped Maguire. Like, how are we the only ones who've been shortchanged? <laughs> Price is what you pay. Value is what you get. That, that's like, oh, the Warren Buffett told me that. Uh, go on, Michael. It's really interesting that you brought brought about you brought up Sheffield United and the goals we conceded. Um, we scored four goals versus Sheffield United across our two games, and we got three points. Man City only scored two. They beat them 1-0 both times, and they got six points. And it's a very, very, very similar thing with Arsenal as well. They beat them 1-0 both times. Um, so they've scored four goals across those four games, and they've got maximum points. We've scored four goals across those four games. And we got four points, and that's a difference of eight points. And right now we're we're ten points behind them. So, but the, that's it. The, the big, a, big difference is we conceded we, we we conceded five goals in those four games as well. So, um, to be fair, I'm going to offer offer up a devil's advocate um, argument, seeming as that there's no opposition to the defence where. Do you think in games where we could have been more clinical, like Leicester, like Arsenal, like Liverpool, do you think where games where we drew, and even though versus Leicester we did concede two goals, Liverpool and Arsenal we did not con- concede, and we there were essentially points dropped there. Do do like? Mm, yeah, yeah and no. Yeah, okay. The the majority of our problems stem from the defence. Don't get me wrong, there are some games, some games that you're currently mentioning where I think if we're more clinical, 
um, you know, we, we possibly walk away with the points. And that, that's the key thing. I'm still saying possibly because, you know, even if we go, if we, if we are clinical and we go and score, um, it's easy to kind of simulate in our head saying if we score, it means the other team don't score. We all know by watching Man United this season, that's not a fact. Yeah, we've scored plenty of goals, other team, and then we've, you know, I don't know, something's happened, and then the other team are on us, and then they've won and scored. Yeah, that's been fucking um, us for for years now. Yeah, you know I'm saying so. I don't look at it as, uh if we score, we go and win that game because that's 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 not correct. My thing is about my things on the games that we did concede in. I'm trying to say and that's one thing that I think we can 100% control is the fact that we need to be more solid and not concede but yeah I do think we should have taken chances but I don't think that obviously guarantees you the win don't think that guarantees you the win and on top of that um, the, the the people who are scoring the goals i.e. Rashford and Bruno are allowed off days those two are allowed off days because they've carried us here but the defence have been off from the start of the season. They're having an off-season rather than... In fact, they've had an off two seasons, but as the way said, we got lucky last year, last year. So, you know, players are... Players or, you know, the attackers or the defence are allowed to have bad days. But when it's consistent and it's throughout the season, that's the issue. Again, like, missing chances, that's just part of football. Every player misses chances. Um, I don't know where we go on this thing, especially it goes back to Rashford. Ah, Rashford, the best, da, 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 da. I was having an argument the other day. Fun, lovely, it was so lovely that the Arsenal game come on. Having an arg- argument the other day, they were talking about the chances Rashford missed. It was against Sociedad. Rashford went and scored. But this was, this was against Sociedad. And I was like, listen, strikers miss chances. They're like, no, nah, but the chances Rashford missed. I was like... You guys do not watch football. You've just got this thing in your head, and it, this thing in your head, just you take it to every game, and it's fucking crazy. Luckily for me, Aubameyang went and played the next game, uh, uh, literally <laughs> an hour after, and missed three sitters. Are we going to say, ah, Aubameyang misses chance? This is just the game. We've watched Cavani, the guy who's known for missing a bag of chances, miss a bag of chances for us in key games. Nobody's saying ah, Cavani. We're just saying that's just him because his movement's going to get you more goals. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And Rashford might be this type of player, the type of forward, he's still young, that, you know, he's not going to be the first chance, first goal type of player. That's that's very rare for you to be a first chance, uh, first goal type of player. And I've seen that. I've seen this with every single striker right now. There's not a striker in the world now that I say, oh, first chance they get, they're scoring 100%. There's some chance, some some obviously some forwards have a higher you know higher chance or whatever, but not everybody scores the same chance. Uh, not everybody scores their first chance. So yeah, man, just going back to United and and the current problem it is nothing to do with our attackers. They're gonna miss chances or whatever. But I definitely feel like some of the attackers, yeah, i.e. Martial, if they stepped up during the poor periods of the attackers that have been, you know, doing well or whatever, we would have been in a better position. But it's all 21 and 21 anyway. Yeah, I think that's a that's an interesting point you mentioned there, sir, because I think barring, like, your Lewandowski's, your Canes, like, really, how many, how many strikers are going to pack away every chance? And you look at Rashford, who's even, like, he's a wide forward, he's not a striker. You look at the stats here for... Um, like Premier League players who have scored the most goals, they are normally in and around the players who have scored, um, who have missed the biggest 
almost big chances as well. So it just comes hand in hand. Like we can't expect him to to pack away every chance. But I do think we need to share the load up top a bit more. Um, we can't be so reliant on on two players. Um, and so Greenwood has also got to sh- like take a bit of responsibility. I think it's one in nineteen or twenty from him as well. But Marshall, like he's a senior player now as well, has got to do more. So a combination of of both, I think. But the defense running as it currently is is unsustainable. I just wanted to bring more stats from a. Uh... This is going to be a shameless plug, but from a article I wrote last Friday, you can read it up. It's about the United defence. But um, of the seven clean sheets that we've kept, four of those in the big games, Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, where we barely attacked. And the, the other three were against Burnley, West Brom and Wolves, who are currently in the bottom five scorers in the league. So um, that is probably explains why we were able to keep clean sheets there. Um, in terms of just in general the defense, is it a personal issue? Is it a structural issue, or is it the type of protection they get from the midfield, or is it a combination of all three? And what is just what is the most contributing factor to it being as bad as it is right now? It's um. I personally think it's a combination of the individual players not being good enough and also having very glaring weaknesses that are obvious to teams that teams can actually plan for when they come up against us. And then the lack of protection um, that we're getting in defensive midfield. So it's not as simple as, as just getting in good defenders because we still like concede a lot of space and a lot of chances but we're not helped by the fact that our two centre-backs are very error-prone. Maguire, his lack of pace is, is crazy and sometimes he just makes bizarre decisions as well and then Lindelof for all accounts would be I think a good centre-back if he had someone to cover his weaknesses but I think even um even against Newcastle, didn't he get outpaced on a mad one by Armour Yeah, he made and him I look like Mbappe. Fam, I couldn't believe and, it. And and I was just like, like you've got such a mad weakness. And again, like just comparing them to the two City um, centre backs, Stones and and Diaz. Like I put a stat in the chat yesterday. Like those two haven't conceded. Um, sorry, those two plus Edison haven't conceded a goal from open play this season, which is crazy. Whereas we just be gifting chances left, right and centre. So personnel, um, definitely, but not just at centre-back for me, at defensive midfield as well. They're not good enough, man. They're not good enough. And we, and the fact you're playing two holding midfield players to try cover the fact they're not good enough and you're still leaking goals. It means they're not good enough to get rid of them. If you can, if you're playing defenders, you're not good enough. I'm going to put two DMs in front of you, and you're still leaking goals. Get rid. It's done. You've done your experiment. It's failed. You know what I'm saying? So, and the, the problem that I have is that um, what I was going to say, what was I going to rant about? I had something really important to rant about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, 
No, the, I think that, 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 that the scene, man, it, it's, it's, it's proper <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. They, said, they said a good advert for that vaccine. <laughs> Go get your jabs, though. Go get your jabs. <laughs> 21st of June, that's the day. Um, but in, no, in, in, they're not good enough. And I think we need to be real honest. Like, look at Man City. At the start, this, I, was, I was looking at, I hate referring to them, but we have to. Uh, one of the games that they lost, they lost five to at home to Leicester City. He was in the fence that day. Nathan Ake and uh, Garcia. I've not seen them man in a minute. Fam. I've not seen them two guys in a minute. Because Pep said, these men, they're not serious. Even though they just bought Ake. No, Ake is Well, Garcia, that guy is not a defender. I've not seen him. I've not seen them two. Um, them man, you don't see them around no more. You don't see them. Pep said you're not allowed around this block. He kicked them out. Like he said, nah. And he's put stone. He obviously brought stones back in from the cold, and they started playing Diaz regularly. And they formed a partnership, as Stevie has just alluded to. We haven't got that part. We, 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 we're, we're sticking with uh, Maguire and Lindelof. Sometimes Bay comes in and he plays well. He played well against Sociedad. Then he gets dropped, which doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. Clearly, we need to sort it out. And the, the stat that Elijah, you just read off about the fact that we either play in big games to close off or we don't offer anything defensively, so we just stay behind the ball, or we are playing shit teams where we don't concede. That just demonstrates that we don't have a, a passage of play where we can play expensive football but also keep it tight in the back. And that, that's it. We, we don't have a style of play. We don't have the personnel to do that. And we don't, have, we don't even have the style of play to do that. You can't win. You can't win football matches or win anything by trying to outscore teams. It doesn't work. Even Silas Ferguson, the great man, when he did that, at least we had good defenders. If you're going to play exciting football and just basically leave two centre backs, have serious centre backs. Don't have these two guys that you don't even know what they're offering. Like, what does look what anyway? Anyway, I don't, I don't know for these men. I don't know for these men, but he... I think Stones here, I think Stones is a perfect example of a defender. If you put someone solid and good next to him, will make him look a little better. And I think we need one of those defenders. We need someone that's going to lead that line and that's got some kind of stature that can help the, those two clowns. Because evidently, he, he doesn't trust Baye to continue with him. And I can understand it because Baye keeps getting injured. Um, but for me, you might as well just keep playing him until he does get injured his bed. It's better that than he gets injured in training as he does. Pure vibes. The problem we've got is that we've invested 80 million in Maguire. You're cutting losses, bro. Like, that losses learn to take losses. That's like yeah, fucking... Yeah, no, the, the Maguire investment is like one of these shit stocks, bro, that nobody knows about. You just <laughs> slapped it on, bro. We've lost all our peace, bro. We've lost all our peace. We might as well just fucking... Like, get rid of, get rid of, man, bro. Like, do you know, I get it. Do you know what I mean? I know the... Like, everybody knows the politics of football, innit? Like, you thought, man, you have to stick with him. Yeah, he costs so much, you just got to play him or whatever. But is it worth... Like, is it worth, you know, like, what he's doing to the team? Do you know what I mean? Is it worth it? You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, it's like fucking um, when Jose kept playing Fred or when Jose kept playing Lukaku or whatever. When you, when you, or, yeah, it's definitely, it's, the, it's exactly like the Lukaku thing. It's like when you fucking, when you brought in a player on big P's or whatever, regardless of how they're playing, yeah, if that signing doesn't do well, it's on your head, isn't it? So you have to continue to play them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just like with, with hope that they they 
they come good or, do you know what I'm trying to say, like, with hope, you know, there's some good results and it can kind of brush over how shit that signing's been. But, like, yeah, man, it's just been a horror show. And, um, Elijah, just referring back to your question in regards to, you know, whose fault is it, uh, it is. It's just a mixture of everything, man. Nobody to protect the defence that does it well. The def- two centre-backs are fucking shit. Um... Tactically, we don't play good football, so we don't know how to hold the ball for longer than fucking twenty seconds. It's like hot potato. So fuck, fuck, let's get rid of it. Let's get rid of it. Like nobody's holding the ball for longer than fucking twenty seconds. We don't like only rarely like so. You know, this season I guess we've been we've been a bit better or whatever, where we've had more possession or whatever. But it's not effective possession. Like we don't know how to like see out games. Like City, City, uh, City will you know get one nil. And then just fucking pass the ball, just pass the ball, bro. And that's a form of defending, yeah. Limiting the amount of times effectively, yeah, that your opponent has the ball. So I'm saying, tiring them out, moving them about, we're just passing it in front of in front of them. They're, they're happy to chill, and then when they want to attack, they'll just attack us and and go and score. So yeah, we just need to do better in 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 all aspects, man. But um, we're only linked with one centre back. We're not linked with any DM. So yeah, man, buckle up for 2022. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in the devil's advocate argument. So with the defence, they have Fred in front of them, McTominay. Bruno and then you obviously have Cavani and we always hear Solskjaer say he just wants his team to press now we don't even have an organised press so if you just see a load of headless chickens running ahead of you is it really their fault with the amount of defending they have to do where they're constantly conceding these chances and they're constantly having to make decisions where they're more likely to make mistakes you know what yeah in today's game I think defending is a mad art because the amount of space you have to cover, the amount of pace you have to have, and your ability on the ball has to be, like, all of those um, things have to be A1. So, like, to be a defender in this day and age, like, you actually have to be a really good footballer. Like, your your mentality's got to be A1 as well. Like, your decision-making um, has got to be A1. That said, that is well-known. Like scouts are paid to to clock this, so <laughs> so don't go and then spend eighty million on a man like like I feel like the the most basic skill or attribute that you need in today's game is pace. So don't go and spend eighty million on a man who does not have any pace at all, and he doesn't even compensate for it by being intelligent. He's not intelligent either. So that's that's it's just it's such a cause of our problems. But the another mad thing is we haven't even gotten to the keeper yet. And he <laughs> might even he might even be conceding us more points than, than Maguire is at at this point. And why he's still starting is like not just from a performance perspective, but for the message that sends around to the squad in terms of, like, you can play badly and still be starting. You can be the top earner at this club and still be starting when you're not putting in these um, correct performances. It's just, it's bad all round, man. And he's not a toxic um, personality, De Gea, but I think it's a toxic situation where you have clearly a, a good Premier League goalkeeper who's waiting in the wings. You're spending, what's it, near on 600k on wages for goalkeepers and you've got a goalkeeper who's been in decline for over two years 
and you're refusing to let him budge? I mean, I'm going to have my own special segment for him. But just before we get onto that, um, I can't. I think it was something about um, Maguire. Um, with um, City, we talk about the fact that he was bought for a lot of money. We see Laporte on the bench right now. He was bought for a, a lot of money as well. But the unlucky thing, well, I say unlucky. The thing is with Maguire, that guy never gets injured. At least with Laporte, he had some DCs, DCs to get <laughs> injured. So City could build up a partnership. Maguire doesn't get injured. So there's no chance that he won't play. He will play every single game until he retires. And it's so un- unfortunate. <laughs> so it makes me so sad but I mean with Solskjaer I think because he spent 80 million on him he's going to ring him un- until it's done but we have to come on to this keeper man because I had enough when he was he started throwing the ball into his net versus Watford and he was kicking the ball against Calvert-Lewin versus Everton He the, the fact of the matter is people forget that that game against Barcelona, where he threw the ball into his net with that messy shot as well. Like, we gave him another chance. He was horrendous that season as well. And then he that disaster class last season. And now there's reports that Henderson wants to leave because he wants to be third, first choice. I mean, how, how, how do you sort out a situation where you have one of the, the highest earners in the world in any position? How do you sort that out? Because who's going, who's, who's going to take him off your board? Release him. Release him, man. <laughs> just release him. Just fucking release him. The only team that would ever dream of taking this player and De Gea would have to go on a run of like two, three months of solid, you know, solid form or whatever so we can try it is PSG. That's PSG. The, only player, the only team that can afford it. Oh my fucking god! What a goal! But yeah, that's the only team that can afford it. PSG. So yeah, that's like release him. They have they have Navas in goal now, and he's he's a pretty solid keeper to be honest. Then we have to release. I can't him. even. Yeah, I can't even see them going for him. It's mad. I mean, I'm gonna calculate how much that that. Yeah, we can't really release him, man. He's got wait. It's probably going to be he's, like fifty million or something like that. His his, his contract is up in twenty twenty three, but the problem is is that oh, he yeah. earns he earns nineteen million a year. See, yeah, twenty see. million a year. So to pay what? out, his, I, say, I guess they're at fifty million or so, bro. We're going to be <laughs> yeah, keep, pay out his keep him go. keep him keep him at number one. <laughs> <laughs> keep him at that number one. Mil. That is mad. So I knew, I knew it was fifty mil, bro. Uh, yeah, bro. That United, United yeah. are run by a fucking, it fucking the, the Chuckle Brothers. Because we all know that Hayar will not uh, negotiate a, a lower price. He will, what, he will, but, why would he? Why would he? Why would he? Like fifty million. You've got a guarantee fifty million there. Why would I negotiate a higher price? I mean, a lower price, bro. Like, there's no point. You know what I'm saying? We have to beg PSG, bro. We have to beg Brand. them. It's so peak now. We've got Lee Grant doing doing um, <laughs> fucking assistant assistant ref because we can't even pay his wages from fucking De Gea. Yeah. From. It's crazy, but, man. I mean, with the with the reports now that Henson Warren wants to leave, what exactly like? That's BS. Because, 
No, I, I, I mean, to be fair, he five or six years contract. Yeah, yeah, he he he, he did sign a five, but he probably got assurances that going further and further into the season, he would play more. He generally started two games, and the reason why he started one of them was because Solskjaer thought, you're playing your old team, I'm going to give, give you, you a chance. The second one was because the Hale was injured, and then it that was... <laughs> I, I genuinely think he's going to start him from next season onwards. I, I can't see a reason why he wouldn't. I think he's just being nice to De Gea, to be honest, and looking to see if his form comes back. Because yeah, they're giving him two hundred. What's he about two hundred bags a week or some stupidness? What, he, De Gea he, or Henderson? No, Henderson. Henderson yeah, I think he's one fifty two hundred on a hundred and twenty a week, I believe. Okay, that's not even bad. That's not bad. That now for a actually, keeper, man. For no, keeper, you, you, you have to remember he is what twenty. Five years old, twenty-five, twenty-four, maybe. Henderson. Yeah, Henderson for a keeper, that's like seventeen, man. Yeah, no, he is twenty-three years old, right? Okay. He signed a five-year deal. He's got he's got a long career, remember, because he's a goalkeeper. If he's on one hundred and twenty k now, and I mean keep him all this time, he's probably going to end up on the same wages as the the, the, the hair. Yeah, but I think they're structuring their deals a lot better than they need to be fair. I can't trust that club, man. <laughs> Boy, it's a, it's a mess. It's a mess. I mean, there's been no solutions of, of what we could do with with the situation. Fam, someone needs to someone needs to assassinate him, innit? That's that's, <laughs> the that's the only thing we can do at this point. Fifty million to. To buy out his contract is crazy. I don't know what this is as bad a deal as Kepa for for on his ten year contract. Is Henderson that awesome? Pardon? Is Henderson that awesome? No, but the thing is, is that at this point we know De Gea isn't. We don't know if Henderson is. So that's oh, why I want him to play. What we can do is we can try Henderson because we've seen some good form from him previously. So, you know, it's not it's, it's worth a try. For me, I feel like it's difficult to come in for one game, especially as a keeper, get warm and, you know, just be excellent from the start. You know, I, I, I've seen, when I saw Henderson for Sheffield, he impressed me enough for him to get a try. I feel like he definitely deserves, um, you know, an inch, an inch of rope. You know, De Gea's been given the whole fucking nine yards, bro. Like, De Gea, De Gea has been given, I don't know, unlimited lifelines. Like, you know, hey, bro, that the type of lifelines De Gea has been given, yeah, that's who wants to be a millionaire type of stuff. So, fucking De Gea, <laughs> 100%, if we, like, if we can't get rid, relegate him to Carlin Cup and FA Cup. Fuck it, because we're going to have to use you if we can't get rid of you. And then give Dean Henderson a run. And the thing is, like, if De Gea wants to leave, that's perfect for us. But we have to make it uncomfortable for him. United want to do this uh, legend thing, legend thing. No, no, no. Like, we have to make it uncomfortable for him. So he has to leave. We have to be evil. Uh, and we ain't been evil enough in the last, you know, six, seven years. Players been getting contracts when it shouldn't be. Like, it's just, it's horrible from above. So, yeah, man, we have to make it uncomfortable for De Gea. And we have to, you know, we have to um, 
relegate him to Carlin Cup and FA Cup and even early rounds of FA Cup and sub him out when he gets techie for Henderson and then he will want to leave and then then he potentially could take like a a, a cut deal um to 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 be released or to go somewhere else. Yeah, we need to treat him like Romero. I like Romero, brother. He got he got mugged off. But um, I think personally that this was probably the best time to give Henderson a, a chance because there's no fans and the pressure is a bit released, bro. The frame mm-hmm. with all the fans, it's going to be a lot for him, bro. Facts. And also in the league, we're not, obviously we're not top four race, but, you know, I think give him a little run in the league as well. Uh, that's what I would do because the guy, as you say, you got, as Elijah's alluded to, we've got the answer with the guy. We know, we know where he's at. But we don't know where Henderson's at. And before the summer, if you if it comes to it, you want to know what he's capable of. There's no point keeping him yeah, in the wings. Just... Put him out there, man. Let's see what the boy's got. 120k. Let's see what he's got. Um, Henderson did play versus um Sociedad, and it was quite interesting because I could literally hear him any time the ball came near him. He's so vocal, and he cut, he loves to come out and claim the ball. Whereas De Gea, as you saw versus Newcastle, is a fucking pussy. But um, I believe that's enough of that. Um, I, we could talk about this defence for years and it will just drive us crazy. So let's get into some little listeners' questions. We've got quite quite a few. Um, there'll be some that I won't uh, talk about because they involve selling Marshall. So I don't need your answers about that. <laughs> Um, but this one, no, I'm serious, yes, for the Marshall question. No one, no one cares <laughs> at, any, at any price. We are editing this part of the pod out. Man said at any price. You know, what, you know what, Elijah? <laughs> fuck it. Let's let's buy him out as well. <laughs> we'll talk. <laughs> oh my you know god! I, I generally think it will probably be the same as the the hair. You know. Nah, yeah, he's probably on two hundred bags a week or something like that. Yeah, but I, but I, but I think he's on a year longer than him, so it'll probably cost about the same. Fuck. But yeah, that's but that's it, unrealistic, you know. You know, that's not gonna happen, man. That's all cool. But um, this one, first question is from C Givens two three oh seven. Why can we not play Harry Mag Harry Maggie? Well, he's the root of all our problems. We have to play two DMs because he get he's covered up. Fred is only playing because Harry needs his athleticism in front of him. Do what do you think of that? Yeah, I feel like we've got into this one already, man. Yeah, yeah they're they're both whack and they're playing because they're both whack. That's <laughs> in in a nutshell. So yeah, we've kind of touched on it. Uh, .k32 thoughts on keeping Laird on loan for another year of development providing we get uh, another uh, creative wide, wide man next season uh, chance but, and bring him in yeah Pop. facts yeah, mm. Charles and bring him in and uh, for me I'm just a fan of you know purpose uh, you know that whatever game um, those fullbacks are, are fit for you know use them for so whatever game Tellez is is is, is useful for use that and that's where you know the tactical now comes in but I think Laird he's got a lot to offer one v one but I did hear some criticism of him um of, about not put bring putting the ball in uh, early enough uh, which you'll nah, get stick um, for because you can't do that 
we can't he can't do that United. So he's got the tricks and he looks really really cool. But when they're asking, you know, when it comes to you know the end product and and putting in the ball early, uh, I, I'm hearing he's getting some criticism with that. So that's one thing that he'll need to change. Yeah, I, I see him in these comps and he looks more like a tricky winger than da 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 as a right back because he like he keeps doing these step overs and cutting back and shit. It's really weird. But um, what yeah, is, he, is he a winger turned fullback? Nah, I, he, I, well, I, I'm not sure when he became a fullback, but mm. from when I saw him that from the Milk Cup where he was playing left back, he's yeah. been a fullback for a while. So since yeah, that's, since that's bizarre, man. Yeah, but yeah. he's actually technically even really when he talks, even when he talks, yeah. talks about exciting people. <laughs> yeah, he does, you know. Bro, like he is a he, he he's techie, like you'll see him and he's just there dribbling past he he loves to dri- dribble, it's weird. But um keeping on the right back, um it's it's like uh, underscore should we bring back that should we bring back Della, the genuine right back? Competition may have an effect on Wan Bissaka like it did on Shaw. That was shit, uh, man. Yeah, Dallo, not good. We can get we can get a, at least twenty million for him. So, yeah. for Dallo. So what we should do? We should use that, pass that on to De Gea, and then just take the twenty million. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I think um, I think with Dallo, he was he was obviously there the whole of last season, weren't he? And so was um, Wan Bissaka, and he didn't offer Wan Bissaka any competition then. So I don't see why that would change. And to be honest, I slightly been thinking Wan Bissaka with more confidence. He's been looking more purposeful. I won't say he's been looking great, but I think he's offered he's offered a bit more offensively, and he's become he's returned to his previous levels. I think defensively. He looks uncomfortable going forward, bro. Like, yeah, he will forever, though. Yeah, he, for bro, me, yeah. you, you train every day, bro. You must learn how to cross a ball, man. Like, you must know how to cross a ball. I don't, I don't, I don't think his cross is bad, though. I think, er- yeah. I think everything else offensively is is not good. Like dribbling, touch, well, well touch isn't that bad, but the dribbling and just like his body coordination is it's all mad. It's all mad. But I think his crossing is actually good. I think his crossing, yeah, his crossing is isn't too bad actually. Yeah, mm, especially nice when he gets time. When he gets time, yeah, I think he can put it in. But I think, yeah, I think it's probably like his. It's in his mind when he gets the ball and he's going forward. He just doesn't seem to ever make the right decision. Um, when he puts himself on the, like, just kills the whole game when he does it, man. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we're gonna go down to there's a lot of transfer questions, so I'll start with one from YouTube from Nee. Uh, would you consider Calvert Lewin for in, in the summer? We. Someone asked this last week, and I yeah, said man. no, but that would be as like a starting number nine. But I'd swap him for Marshall. Yeah, that's the end of that question. It's a tough decision for me. Mm-hmm. I don't like him. He don't, he, I don't know, man. He, he, he's doing, obviously, he's doing bits, but I just doesn't. It's not something I want to get out and buy. Yeah, as, yeah, but I think he could be a good squad player. Yeah, but he's not going to want to be that. Bro, he's at Everton, yeah, man. 
Come bro, to man, no, come you, you, you probably come. You only leave if you promise him, innit? Yeah, exactly. That's really doing. He's gonna he's only gonna wanna come if you go to him, look. Like the same way that they probably did with Lukaku, you're gonna be the main guy. You're gonna be the main guy up top yeah, he's number not nine. And yeah, he's not at that quality. We should he should be looking at our guy, what's his name? At Dortmund. But, um, Arlen. 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 Yeah. There's a That's question a here from young, from young, young, young me. Would you buy Haaland if it meant Oli has to stay for another two seasons at least? They have a good yeah, relationship. Well, yeah. yeah, Haaland's 19. Yeah. Haaland's 19. I'll, 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 take, I'll, take, I'll take the risk. Yeah. I would, yeah, 100%. Like, I, would take it it. I would take that with him, Ole staying and De Gea staying. <laughs> Real talk, Harland is worth it, man. Yeah, but like, yeah, he's another level to like Calvert Lewin. Calvert Lewin can't dribble, in it. So like, yeah, I can't have a, a striker that don't have any skills and and whatnot. Like Everton is his level, and he'll do well there. But yeah, like Harland, he's nineteen. He's dribbling is getting better. I know that was one thing that people said about him very early on. It looks like he's getting better and he's improving with time. And um, yeah, oh, his finishing is just fucking out of this world, bro. Like yeah, the type of finishing, scary finisher, man. Yeah. And that's what we're needing. That's what we're. He's a scary player as well, man. I, just, I love it. I love how he is in interviews. I love how he bullies players on the pitch. I just love everything about him, man. He and he's finishes as well. He finishes like yeah. he plays. He, he's on FIFA. It is ridiculous. Yeah. The yeah. corners he finds, yeah. the power he gets into it, like it, it makes no sense. He's a cyborg. He he he, he can't be right. He can't be no, right. He is, yeah, yeah, he's he's bare tall and he's quick. Like you don't usually see big guys being quick like that and yeah. that can dribble. Yeah, he, he's a different breed yeah. and you that's the type of player you want to be bringing to OT. If you're if you're serious about winning stuff, if you're really serious and you need to go out and Seventy-five million, they say, that next season. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Is in the contract? Yeah, um, I think that activates next summer. So next probably yeah. gonna, they're probably going to yeah. try and shot him this summer to get a bit more money. Um, we need him at all costs, over Sancho even. Yeah, the, the thing is, yeah, the problem is, is that Keane ruined his dad's career. In oh it. yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. And um, he grew up in Leeds, big Leeds fan. His dad played for Leeds and Man City. Uh, we might need Ole to stay to to um, <laughs> to, to twang <laughs> it. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, it's funny because it's not even his dad who'll be making the decisions. It'll be me. But fam, why would you want to? Why would you want to come to United? I'm, do you know what? Like, even though he's such a good player, I would be so scared for him coming to United mm. because the service he would get. Yeah. Ah, uh, you yeah. know what? I, I don't even know what to say, but um, uh, we've got another question about uh, COVID. Do you think it will hinder us in our ability to shift players this summer? Yeah, hundred. Yeah, United make bad excuses, so yeah, we're going to use COVID as an excuse. So, so um, we're shit anyway. Exactly, we're shit at shifting players anyway. The list from Alan's salon esque. Is Jones, De Gea, Pereira, Fred, Dallo, and Lingard? Half of those players will be gone. Pereira, Pereira is coming straight back. I, I haven't heard one sound about him at Lazio. I don't know if he's even made appearances. We're fucked up. He to needs be to become though, a hairdresser. We, 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 <laughs> might be able, we might be able to shut him to a fucking 
somewhere in Colombia or something. Because, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like a yeah, Palmeiras. Like a quick five mil. Man, yeah, said, like man said Colombia and Palmeiras. <laughs> you have not been playing for manager enough. <laughs> yeah, what are those teams, bro? We need to we need to show a, a priority. But all worst comes to worst, release them. Because, like, I don't know why United are scared to release players, bro. I don't know why we don't do it. Like, we're just like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it costs money, but we, we have big money. It's just that these men uh, spent all our money on Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? So, that's all. The Glazers don't like losing money, so that's just free money for them. So, it's like, no. But, of those six... Like, no one ain't talking about Jones, bro. Like, we got Jones on the books, bro. Yeah, that's what he said. He said Jones. Yeah, yeah. Jones. No, Jones is a guaranteed man. We don't need to talk about that. That guy. Every, every, there's not one person that would disagree that Jones needs to go. I mean, that needs to stay. Sorry. Yeah. He. 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 I, I, he he's. He even said himself last year was his ten year anniversary. He yeah, said, he "Yeah, nobody was." You're in it. Yeah, he said. He said, "There's no point. No fans will come." So he knows himself he's shit. So that's cool. Yeah, I feel, when he said that, I felt, yeah, I felt so sorry for him, man. I felt, I I felt deep for him, but at least he knows. At least he's aware. <laughs> I Do you know how deep it is to refuse a testimonial? Fam, but it's true, though. No one would it, It's probably even worse if you ban the testimonial and no one comes. I mean, the thing is, now is the best time to ban it because no one can come. So, 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 so <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it makes sense, bro. Just like it now. But, um, I mean, the, the, what the scary thing about Jones is he still has two years left on his contract. Arsenal, this summer as well. So. How old is he? He's not even 30, is he? He is 29. He just turned 29. So he he will be going into his 10th season next season we should sell him for like some bitcoins and just hope we get the money back <laughs> get a return in it <laughs> yeah fam and just you know, invest for um uh this one's from RikDW. uh haven't heard one single DM rumour do you think do you guys really think the club will ignore the need for one this window this club are special. They'll do anything, boy. So I, I didn't think we could come into this season buying the players we did, <laughs> and and yet we did. So, but nothing will surprise me because there were reports from Ornstein this morning that we've called interest on Sancho, um, and the two positions we're really looking at are centre back and striker. Uh, no mention of DM. No mention of a right winger. Has to be Haaland. You know what? Yeah. You know what? It has to be Haaland or Mbappe. United, 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 yeah, he's got but one year left. Yeah, but we ha- we have to at least try. Yeah, I mean we we've got we've got we've got some pieces there. We've got Marshall and Pogba. Swap them two, bring Mbappe through. You know what I'm saying? And fucking so even if we sell Pogba, we're done. We're no, exactly. we're not done, man. We don't need that fraud. We don't need that fraud. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that fraud, man. 
Do you know what? You probably one of the dogs that took Fred and Tommy playing together. You like it, innit? Yeah, make Fred. If Pogba leaves, do you think we will actually replace him or? Yeah, I think what? we'll replace him. I think we'll replace We're him. <sighs> Van der Beek. Van der Beek, bro. Van der Beek. Van der Beek. Van der Beek, bro. Push McTominay eight, bro. Push McTominay eight. Go get Mbappe. I, I'm a firm believer, and not everybody believes this, that a, a world class striker takes you fa- takes you far. If they buy a world class yeah, striker and a centre back, I think that's crazy. That's 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 it. That's all I need. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't come, then obviously yeah. it's a miss. Nah, it's, but... it's Harland. It's Harland or bust for me. Yeah, Haaland's a small chance, but Mbappé is zero opportunity, bro. Zero. Because apparently, if we don't get Haaland, we might start looking around for, you know, the cheaper options like the, like the Andre Silvers, you Danny know. That, there are, there are no cheaper options. There are yeah. no cheaper options. I don't um, even know strikers anymore. Haaland's the only person I know. Because strikers <laughs> are horrendous right now. We, we are down bad in the, in the striker Damn. market. They're terrible. They're generally terrible. If they're not playing in the two, they're at, they're either old or they ha- they play in the two or they're they're just crap. Like, after no... um after Haaland, like after so you've got your Lewers, your Canes, uh, Haaland, the next best striker right now is probably Lukaku. Yeah, and he plays in the front too. Like yeah, facts. It's generally a point where we we've got no more central strikers mm-hmm. anymore. But I mean, the fact we aren't looking at it. Yeah. Um, this one's from Tapping Tubs. Uh, we've answered the Marshall question already. Um, I asked this as I well, he says, would you want Greenwood to deputise through the middle as an understudy to a new striker? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. Yesterday, when he played up front, he wasn't ineffective. Was I saw enough from him. Yeah, I saw enough from him to suggest that even though he's a bit lightweight, he'd be in the game enough, and his movement is, it would be enough to cause defenders more problems than we're currently causing them. So yeah, definitely some problems. He shakes up, He needs on. Needs to do it quick. Uh. Superfly MK asked three questions, but I'm only going to pick one. Um, do you envision Oli's renewal being confirmed before the end of the season? No, no, that would be bizarre. But I mean, we, I mean, we've done we it before. Gave him the contract, yeah. <laughs> we've done <it> before with <laughs> it. <laughs> Hopefully, we've learned our lesson. I mean. Uh, I think. <laughs> I mean, I think that's yeah. enough. I mean, there's uh, Ricky Wawanjay's asking, do you really want to see that midfield behind them? Yeah, McTominay will score double digits. You know, you you see, Freddie, I've kept it in the whole episode, but you're really making me sick because that that midfield causes me nightmares. I woke up this morning and I thought. I, I realise if Pogba goes, that's our midfield. Yeah, game. we're done. We're done. <laughs> we like keeping Pogba is almost as an impo- as important as signing Haaland. I can't See? believe I've you turned like this. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. I know. You think I forgot? You think I forgot? <laughs> I'm a fraud. I'm a fraud. 
West Ham game where he gave away that pen. I've never seen it. You, were, you were almost you were almost a racist that episode, I think. <laughs> I think I even said um I'm back in Sunes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, what are you turned? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, ah, uh, yeah, we've got to end it there. Um, predictions are who, we're facing Sasha Dad, and then who got after us? I think it's Chelsea. Chelsea yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. rate Tuchel, but I think we'll probably draw. I think it's Tuchel as well. Yeah, because we both play not very good football right now, but um. Yeah, we've come to the end of the pod. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, make sure to use the hashtag Touchline Fracker. Uh, make sure to tweet about it. Tweet in your, your reactions to the Mugger account, Touchline account, whatever. On Wednesday, the the video will be going out for this. So, yeah, I, I hope you enjoyed it. Peace. Peace. Rapid, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Thank you, man. Bards in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chaps in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bards in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chaps in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Sports Social Podcast Network.